Ah, oh, God damn it. Well, they finally did it. They finally found a way to get me off the sidelines and back in the fucking game. You goddamn motherfuckers. I can't sit back anymore in this, in this time of crisis and, and just look at a Twitter feed or look at a Reddit and see the absolute bullshit that customers are putting us through over basic shit like fucking toilet paper. This job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. So the time has come for TRB to fire up the mic once again to help you get through yet another shitty shift in retail hell. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retail Ramp Podcast is back. If you're listening to this show right now, it's because you have experienced retail hell. The unoriginal bastard who thinks that because it doesn't scan, it must be free. The people that have no respect for a public restroom. The customers that think that they can come in and haggle like it's some kind of goddamn flea market. The corporate office that cuts payroll, raises tasks, and expects more sales. Oh, those things never happen. Bullshit. This is the Retail Rant Podcast. Streaming directly to your ear holes in medium definition audio quality. Well, let's just admit it. We all knew that some point, sometime, something would happen. Something would happen to all of us working retail out there that would finally cause someone to pick up the hammer and shatter the piece of glass that says break in case of emergency. And in this emergency, you have broken the glass and you got a bastard. That's right, boys and girls. The Retail Rant Podcast is back. And quite honestly, uh, I, I missed it. I really did. I missed you guys. But, uh, you know, the one thing I have never missed is retail. And I'm stuck in it. I'm still right there with you guys, despite my, uh, despite my best efforts. But, uh, <clears throat> whew, look at that. I've got the coronavirus in a handy 12-ounce bottle. Um, yeah, I'm back. I'm here to help all of you get through yet another shitty shift in retail hell where, quite honestly, it is as close to hell right now as I have ever seen it in my damn near two decades of doing this bullshit. So, uh, you know, first of all, let's, let's, let's discuss why the bastard had to come back, and I had to come back right fucking now. Okay, we all know what it is. It's this goddamn coronavirus. It is decimating, not people, not deaths necessarily, not yet, hopefully never. Um, it's decimating our lives as the retail employee, as the guy or girl who puts shit on a shelf or takes sweaty boob money from some nasty, obnoxious motherfucker at the register, or those of us that have to sit there and ferret out the bullshit that corporate is piping down. Uh, we're engaging in cleaning protocols that will keep our customers safe. Yeah, that's great. Keep them safe. What about us? Fuck off. 
Right now, it's only two of the three C's that are killing us in retail, and it's corporate and customers. Right now, though, we can replace the normal third C of coupons with coronavirus. So, let's, just, just to recap, I really don't need to do this, but I just, I just want to put something in perspective. Hang on. All right, so uh, uh, this is from Johns Hopkins, okay? Uh, I'm reading through it. You know, how is COVID-19 spread? It can be passed from person to person through droplets from coughs and sneezes. It's been detected in people all over the world and is considered a pandemic. Yeah? No shit? Uh, have you seen the fucking toilet paper aisle in a Walmart lately? Anyhow, uh, as I scroll through this, uh, symptoms. Again, we all know this. Cough, fever, shortness of breath. Okay. Uh, I keep scrolling and I keep scrolling and I make it all the way to the end of the John, or John's, excuse me, John's Hopkins Medicine webpage. And after all that, I have found absolutely zero reference to two weeks of massive explosive diarrhea. That's right. No problem with taking a shit. Quite frankly, from some of the first-hand accounts, allegedly, because, uh, you know, there's attention whores out there like crazy, some of these people have said, hey, I was just really achy and tired, and I had f fevers and chills, and it felt like I had a brick on my chest, uh, and then, you know, a few days later, it got better. I have not yet seen anyone that said, I spent the last two weeks sitting on a toilet, shitting my fucking brains out. Not a one. Not a one. You know, we, we could probably look at it more in depth, but we're not going to. Because that's not what we're here to do. We're here to talk about all these fucking ridiculous levels of what I affectionately refer to as the fuckery in retail. So, uh, toilet paper, just to start out. Toilet paper. Let me, let me just ask, is there a fucking secret dossier somewhere that I don't know about that actually does say that it gives you that explosive diarrhea for two weeks? No, I, I really don't think there is. At this point in the game, I think they were to release that little tidbit of information to us just to kind of maybe calm people down, okay? If we talk about flattening the curve, let's just calm the fucking panic buying, all right? Quite frankly, you need to go buy a two-week supply of whatever the fuck it is you need in your house. Very simple. We've got these assholes out there running fucking U-Hauls and going and snapping up all, just the toilet paper. Just the fucking toilet paper. That's all they're buying. They're not, they're not stocking up on food or anything like that. They think that they are literally just going to shit for half a month or maybe longer. But guess what? You don't need 4,800 fucking rolls to make it through life with the coronavirus. I don't fucking get it. I never will. The, the panic behind these people is just fucking ridiculous. Those of us that, you know, hey, we're working. We're there. We're watching these people carry through four shopping carts and nothing edible in them. Are, 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 do, you, do you have a fucking recipe from Pinterest that makes toilet paper taste like fucking filet mignon? No, you do not. Because guess what? The toilet paper would have begun a long fucking time ago already if you could cook it and make it taste delicious. Okay? And yeah, maybe you've got a fucking doomsday bunker that's full of food and five years of rations and clean water. That's another thing. The water. They're buying bottled water like fucking nuts. All right? 
These people are madmen about it. They're buying 8 and 10, 24 and 32 packs. I haven't seen anything that says the water supply is contaminated. So why in the fuck do you need to buy enough to, I, I don't know, drown a small village? There's no fucking point behind it. Quite frankly, I think it's retarded. Just insanely stupid. Because, guess what? All right, you get three or four people sitting around. Okay, all right, yeah, here's your bottle of water. Here's your bottle of water. Here's yours. And, and then somehow the bottles get mixed up. Now you're drinking after somebody. Guess what? You fucked up. Just use a goddamn glass. Drink it from the tap. Fuck. Again, though, debt is for rational people like you and I and everybody else listening to this right now, okay? These people that come through the checkout and they're panicked and they think they have a fever, but it's only because the first time they've been out of the house and had any kind of physical activity was when they ran in right at open to go snatch up the last fucking four-pack of Charmin? Yeah, you don't have a fever. You're a lazy fuck who hasn't left the house in six months. But, oh, God, I got to get the toilet paper. I got to get the toilet paper. By the way, I, I think it's great. Vic DiBattetto, our good friend, Bread and Milk, uh, has done one. I got to get, like, the, the, the soap and something else. Fucking hilarious. This guy's running around in a trash bag like it's a hazmat suit. It's the best. Anyhow. Um, I mean, it's, it's gotten to the point where my in-store persona, you know, every, all of us have it, that retail voice, the customer voice, you know, hey, good afternoon, sir, how are you? Oh, you're looking for toilet paper. Okay, two weeks ago, I'm terribly sorry, we are currently out. Uh, if you want to check back with me, I don't know, next Thursday, uh, I may have some more. Okay, great, thanks, have a good day. To now, excuse me, do you have toilet paper? No. Okay. When are you going to get it? Probably not coming. Don't know. Oh. Oh. And you know what? Yeah. That might incite a little panic right there. But when you get asked the same fucking question 500 times in a day, yeah, you get a little short. You get a little pissed. Quite frankly, you get fucking tired of it. And then, you know, Finally, you just slip into my, uh, my delusional phase. Or, oh, by the way, uh, as you can tell, my Verizon box still beeps. Uh, but don't worry, it's not any kind of editing. There are no bleeps on this show. Fuck that censorship shit. Anyhow, uh, it's, it's now slipped into the crazy side. You know, where, where people go, Oh, do you, do you have any hand sanitizer? I tell them, no, but if you go across the street to the liquor store, get yourself a bottle of vodka, because right now it's cheaper than hand sanitizer. And what you do is, you know, if, you, if you're around somebody, you cough, you sneeze, whatever, just pour yourself a shot, pop it in, don't swallow it, and then just look at your hands and go, <coughs> guess what? Sanitized. That shit will fucking kill anything. Are you kidding me? God. And people look at me and they laugh. They laugh because they realize Wow, this, this really is fucking insane. But then they ask me again. Are you sure you don't have any hand sanitizer? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty goddamn sure. I've only been asked, again, 500 fucking times today. All right? The question carousel has, like, four things on it. You have Lysol, you have wipes, you have hand sanitizer, you have toilet paper. Repeat. 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 And they wonder... Why I just go sit in the office and fucking rock for like five minutes out of every hour. Quite frankly, it's not going to fucking murder anybody. All right? Because 
<sighs> First people I'd like to smack. I'm not going to condone murder, okay? I did that on the first iteration of the show. It actually got brought up uh, when they were going after me. Oh, well, you, you encourage someone to uh, stab somebody in the neck with a pen and kill them. Of course, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of the Retail Ramp podcast. Don't know who the fuck that guy is. Sounds like a good show, though. Anyhow, don't kill anybody. But you are more than certainly allowed to bitch slap anybody during, again, this time of pandemic, okay, that comes in and walks around for 45 minutes, they cough in their hand, or they're, you know, wiping their face, whatever, touching every goddamn thing in the store, okay, and gives you, I'm just looking. Okay. Maybe I missed it, but, you know, social distancing doesn't mean going into a crowded store and walking around, quite frankly, for no fucking reason, okay? This is not the season to go shopping for whatever little whim hits you, okay? Right now, it's a, you need this and to get the fuck out. You need this, get the fuck out. Very simple. I know we're all doing it. It's, it's mind-boggling that these people come in like it's a fucking date night to go browse around a store, you know? Maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're laughing at the people over in the meat department that are attacking the poor stock boy because he just came out with a cart of fucking, I don't know, pork chops that expire in six hours, but it's the only meat in the goddamn store. It's fucking ridiculous. Again, every major health organization, every major local and city and state and government agency is telling you, if you don't have to go out, stay the fuck at home. I mean, there's this thing called the internet. Oh my God, they're probably holding it on the phone that they're FaceTiming through the store while they're just looking. Guess what? If you want to look, you look with your eyes. Look at a fucking picture on the internet. Very simple. Don't understand it. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you that there's probably like half of those people that are walking around that have some kind of symptom. They, they have the cough or they had a fever two days ago or... You know, they, they just they just laid off the Newports. And, and now, yeah, it's a little, oh, man, his chest is a little tight. Yeah, stay home. Stay home. Don't fucking bother us. Don't walk around knowing that you may very well actually have the shit. Granted, a lot of us probably too scared to get the truth and go get a test, if you can get tested. But anyways, stay home. Stop fucking meandering about touching everything, smearing your fucking whatever customer juices all over the pillows and the fucking, you know, the produce and all that shit. Stay the fuck home. Look on the internet. Read a book. Go outside. Jerk off. I don't fucking care. Just don't come into our stores and pretend that it's happy fun time. Because it's not. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we're stressed the fuck out. Insanely. Those of us that don't even like our jobs are stressed out. That's how fucking crazy this shit is. There's actually people that are starting to care about a retail job that's part-time that gives them four hours a week. Nuts, right? Ugh. You know, and then and then you get the companies that try and do the right thing. Hold on. Swig of Corona time. Ah, man, this fucking virus is delicious. Um... 
there's a lot of retailers that I, I, I'll give it to them. They're trying to do the right thing. You know, all the information has come out. Okay, we recognize that seniors are at risk. Uh, uh, people that are cancer survivors are at risk. People that have a weakened immune system are at risk. So a lot of companies have, I, I'm not even going to say instituted a policy. They've just kind of made a PR stunt, if you will, that say, hey, we're going to set aside the first hour of our business for seniors and at-risk individuals. Now, I've talked to a few people that work in different lines of retail. They're not allowed to enforce it. They're not. You can't check IDs at the door. It's age discrimination. Okay? They can't enforce it. So that just tells me it's all a PR stunt. Oh, we're trying to make our seniors feel valued. Well, guess what? Here's the problem. If you're not enforcing it, then that little quote-unquote rule or suggestion, if you will, it doesn't apply to Karen and her sons, fucking Braden, Caden, and Aiden, okay? She still strolls in, rocking her live, laugh, love sweater and some sketchers like her name is on the front of the fucking store. She's, she's more goddamn self-important than ever and setting the shittiest of examples for the, 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 the Y-dens. Gener- generation, generation Y-den? Anyhow, unoriginal names. Fuck off. And of course, they're touching everything. The kids are. And, and they're, they're fucking shooting TikTok videos and shit about how they're social distancing right next to somebody's this 71-year-old grandma who's terrified these little fucks to begin with. And now she's got to contend with their their standard, their, their norm for douchebaggery, plus some misinterpreted, I don't know, allergy cough, only because this fucking cunt won't vaccinate her kids because she thinks that a little bit of lemon oil behind the ear, a little bit of lavender on their upper lip every night before they go to sleep is just as good as a vaccination. It'll save them. We don't need to vaccinate our kids. Essential oils will save us all. Here's my business card. Shop my store on Etsy. Fuck. You! Oh my god! These fucking people! I, I, I will tell you this. I, I can't necessarily blame the parents for bringing the kids along, okay? Under a certain age. Right? If your 13-year-old can't stay at home by themselves, that's your fault. Okay? I get it. School is canceled across the fucking world. And I'll be honest with you, those of us in areas, I know like middle America, I think Oklahoma, uh, they, they get out in like May anyway. So it's not that big of a fucking deal if they miss half of a nine weeks. Okay, that's cool. Other areas, they, they don't get out till like middle of June. They're talking about fucking canceling all of it. All of it. Okay? But now we got these, you know, the 13-year-olds who should be able to stay at home. Just, just, for, just for enough time for Karen to go out and restock the, the, the fucking eucalyptus oil for her little shop that helps pay the bills. Meanwhile, her husband's at home. He's having to work from home. He's actually the breadwinner. And he just can't fucking stand every time he looks in his own webcam and he's talking with his co-workers and it's a professional conversation. And she walks by in some you know fucking baggy sweatpants. And again, the live, laugh, love sweater that she refuses to change. And she's got a little cup of tea in her hand. But then she's on the phone talking about, yeah, girl, yeah, I'll have that order of lavender to you in, in about a week. Uh, no problem. 
And, of course, everybody on the call is like, ah, yeah, Tim, yeah, we see who really makes the money around there. She's making moves, making big sales. Meanwhile, Tim's sitting there with a gun to his balls ready to fucking blow himself away. Ugh. But these kids, these kids, I, I completely, completely understand now why these teachers want raises, okay? Granted. Uh, let's say 30,000, let's say 40,000, okay? 40,000 might not be enough, especially if you're having to buy your own supplies, your own shit for your classroom and all this and that, okay? But your kids, quite frankly, they, they've fallen pretty hard from the same fuckwit tree that their parents came from, okay? So, yeah, I think teachers should be paid a million dollars a year. Look, we can find the money. It's not that hard. But, oh my God. I, I th Quite frankly, there's. it's funny because if you look at uh, various social medias, there's elementary teachers. And they're like, oh my God, I miss my kids. I love my kids. My kids are my favorite thing. And you know what? It's probably true. I have yet to see a single high school teacher that has said, man, I really miss those sophomores. God, I can't wait for him to come back. No. You know why? Because Aiden, Braden, and Caden, they're all little assholes. Just like their cunty mom, Karen. Okay? What a fucking role model she is. Ugh. I, I, just, I just don't get it. Because then, then on top of that, she goes yelling at the employees. You know, well, why don't, why don't you have hand sanitizer? Well, well when is your truck? And, and quite frankly, the one that has been a constant through all of our retail time together, okay, whether you've been in retail for two weeks or you've been in retail for two decades, okay? Can you check in the back? <laughs> Can I check in the back? Look, uh, toilet paper and Purell are, are worth more than Bitcoin and gold combined right now, okay? I think I fucking know if I have any more in the back, all right? It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Uh, another thing, a lot of companies have now given their employees the option to, uh, to stay home if they're scared. Again, there are certain situations where I get it. You know, it's a, uh, I don't know, we'll say a 22-year-old. College is done. They're back living with mom and dad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, shit, unfortunate things happen. Let's say dad, uh, let's say it's a fortunate thing. Let's say dad is a cancer survivor. Well, we don't want Junior to go out into this retail place and possibly pick this up and bring it home. Okay, cool. I get it. Those situations, totally understand. But these companies have literally said, if you're scared, you can just stay home. We won't rate you up. We won't fire you. We'll, be, we'll call you when the coast is clear. And uh, yeah, these people are dropping harder than ESPN's ratings with no sports to show. And I will tell you right now, there is a reason why I know exactly what is in the back, okay? It's because I have not had a fucking day off in two and a half weeks, and I won't have another one for another week and a half. That's right. A month straight of dear customer and Karen and Aiden and Braden and Caden and all the other little fucks, okay? Yeah. That's why I had to break the glass. I'm losing my shit. I know you guys are losing your shit too, so let's just lose it together. Okay. Oh my God. And you know, uh, well, 
Why are all these shelves empty? Oh, I don't know, bitch. This isn't a fucking snowstorm that's going to hit the Poconos. It's not a, it's not a hurricane that's going to hit Florida. It's not some localized thing. We're talking a worldwide issue, okay? It's worldwide. It's not localized. It's not national. It's the entire fucking planet, apparently, except Antarctica and West Virginia, okay? That's it. It's not, again, it's not like, uh, it's not like there's, you know, predicting two feet of snow in some backwoods-ass town like fucking Clio, Michigan or something, okay? I mean, here's another one that's real fun, is uh, the excuses that they're trying to use to get by the, uh, you know, everybody's putting a limit on everything. You know, two things of Lysol wipes, one thing of Lysol spray, one hand sanitizer, two packs of toilet paper. Every fucking excuse under the sun is coming out in order to try and skirt these, again, not rules, but, uh, you know, I mean, if, if, if a manager wanted to be a dick and, uh, you know, enforce it, you know, someone come up to the register and they got four packs of toilet paper and five Purell's and, you know, just take it and scan one and take the other four and put them behind the counter and go, can't read a fucking sign, can you, prick? Yeah, you're not fucking getting it. But they, you know, they, they literally come up to the line then they take toilet paper out and hand it to their kids and hand them each a $10 bill. Which, hey, beep. quite frankly, at this point in time, $10 is probably, I mean, all the cheap toilet paper, gone. Just like that, right off the bat. Any Anything in, in a Dollar Tree, a Dollar General, anything like that, first one's gone. Now, we're down to fucking industrial packs. Like, 96 rolls that are four ply that somehow equal 400 rolls now and and they're you know 78 dollars yeah 10 bucks ain't covering it but they they get in line and they hand one to their kids and they hand them each 10 and they oh well i mean there's a limit but he's he's buying his he's buying his he's buying his yeah we see what you're trying to do you slick twat all right you're trying to fucking manipulate the system and guess what I'm not really inclined to ring out minors. Sorry. Um, you know, or, 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 you know, and, and it could be the husband. You know, you see him walking around the store the whole fucking time. They got six things of toilet paper in there. They got, you know, ten bottles of hand soap or whatever the fuck it is. What, whatever the hot supply will be tomorrow. And, you know, they, they go in and they split it up. Well, ring this up for me and then ring this up for him. I mean, you're just trying to fucking, you're just trying to run a game. Look. If there's two of you in a house, even if you have four kids, okay, a 12-pack of toilet paper will last you two weeks. There's no need to get an entire decade's worth of fucking shit that you're literally going to wipe on your ass and throw away. You're going to flush it down the toilet. You're literally going to flush money. Mind you, there's companies out there. I mean, I'm sure whoever the fuck owns Charmin, they're doing a Scrooge McDuck in a vault fucking swimming around in gold coins right now. And then they realize... Fuck, we don't have any more. What do we do? Um, the, again, one of my favorites. Uh, lady said she ran an orphanage. Right. Okay. I'll give I'll give you points for the uniqueness. But if you run an orphanage, all right, you get your uh, tax exempt ID number. Oh no, we're not tax exempt. How? Yeah, no, no. Sorry, the, the limit still stands. Well, it's for an orphanage. Uh, no. I'm sorry, it, it doesn't work. Well, all right, so it's actually for my church. Well, ma'am, I'm sorry. I mean, I get it. 
you know, the churches, you know, got their thing and all this and that, but there's still a limit on how much toilet paper you can buy. And what was I told? Well, you're a goddamn asshole. Wow. Sweet. Hey, ma'am. And of course, I'm saying this here because, you know, we live in the gray area. Can't say this kind of shit at the register. So I just look at her and go, have a nice day. Inside, though, I'm going, which church do you go to? Like, legit, I want to go to that church. Like, I, I want to walk in and clap my hands and, you know, stand in the middle of the aisle. Go, yeah, praise the Lord, bitches. Yeah, amen and hallelujah. Because, you know, it's for my orphanage. It's for my church. You're a goddamn asshole. Hmm. Unique. Unique. Another, another, uh, another unique thing. Uh, look, I'm a big profound. I'm a big, big proponent of law enforcement. Okay, and when I say law enforcement, I'm not talking about you know the guys that are at the say far, you know, far left side of the spectrum that are fucking bashing people's brains in with nightsticks and just fucking shooting them randomly. And I'm not really for the cops that are pulling people over. And, you know, on a hot summer day and going, oh, you didn't do anything wrong. I just want to give you an ice cream cone. No, I'm talking about the cops in between, in the middle, that just want to do their job and go home, much like us. Okay? But did you ever think that you would see off-duty cops getting paid, from what I'm told, from a few uh, insider sources from, I don't know, the Ranty News Network or whatever fuck I called that shit, 40 dollars an hour to stand guard over the toilet paper aisle that's right local grocery store right here in the east side of rantyville off-duty cops 40 bucks an hour to guard toilet paper fucking ridiculous and it's it's not corporate's fault it's not even the coronavirus's fault. The coronavirus doesn't give you the shits. It's the customer's fault. Whole fucking way. Whole fucking way. Unfucking believable. Okay? I mean, why? Why did it get to this point? Because customers are fucking assholes and idiots. And just every negative term you can throw at them, God damn it if it just doesn't fucking stick and work. Okay? You know. The, Another another one. Oh God, I still love this. Uh, still paying one hundred dollar bills first thing in the morning. Some things just don't change. The hundred dollar bill two minutes after opening for a soda, and the can you check in the back? Retail constants, absolutely, forever and ever. But still, paying one hundred dollar bills for tiny little purchases. I, I I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. Um, corona break. Mm. Oh my god. I haven't drank beer on a microphone in way too long. This could become a habit. The recording. The beer's always been a habit. Sorry. Um, last, last thing I, I really want to go into, though, is how these companies have treated us. Because we know the customers are going to treat us like shit. We know if we catch the coronavirus, it's going to treat us like shit. But corporate. How has corporate been treating us? Let's be honest. Corporate's treating us like shit. Employees, 
legitimately sick feeling symptoms, hey, everybody's just going to have to work a little bit more. Why? <laughs> well, uh, the customers need us. That's the canned response. When you peel away the 48 layers of bullshit, we want money. We want money. Now, I will hand it to them. There, there are some retailers out there that, you know, they're, they're, they're giving away, uh, you know, they're giving away bonuses. I, I can't remember if it was Walmart or Kroger. So they're giving $150 to part-timers and 300 to full-timers. And it's literally a thanks for putting up with this shit bonus. That's great. That's great. Because quite frankly, even though to some it may seem like a small amount, to some of those people, that may be a godsend. That may be the exact dollar amount they need to make their, make their rent this month, their car payment this month. That's great. Here's the problem. There's only a handful of companies doing it. There's more companies that are literally just saying, well, nobody's buying anything. We're just going to close. Well, what about pay? I got nothing. Wait, what? It's not the employee's fault. Hell, it's not even corporate's fault. Wait, yeah, it is. Because they closed the stores. And they, and they used that same canned response that I swear to God, they all went to fucking LegalZoom.com. You know, all, all the CEOs are up drunk at 2 o'clock in the morning because they're self-quarantining in the Bahamas or whatever fucking island getaway these pricks run off to. But... It's, it's the same response from every company, you know. We're concerned for the safety of our customers and our team members and blah, 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 blah. Like, I could print out statements from probably 20 companies on the same size piece of paper and hold them up to a light and the letters would bleed through exactly the fucking same. It's a canned response because they don't fucking care. I mean, I could, I could die from the coronavirus tomorrow. And my obituary will come out two days after my job is posted on Indeed. It's a fucking joke. And and some of these places, you know, they're they're offering like, like oh well, I, I had somebody on uh, on Twitter earlier uh, getting six hours of pay because she's part time, but the store is closing for two weeks. Well, we're we're paying them for one shift. R really? And and you know what? It's it's not even necessarily the getting paid. It's the fact that they'll all get fucking bailed out in the end and leave us with the bill. I mean, what the fuck is that about? Look, your employees are the people that make it happen. Not the VP of bathrooms, not the VP of whatever bullshit project or acronym or analogy your company is coming up with next. Certainly not the fucking guy that comes up with the inspirational quotes to be attached to the end of every email, okay? Those guys ain't making you shit. It's us. Those of us that know how to operate a cash register. Those of us that can do math in our heads or at least have enough brain cells that we can read the fucking screen and realize that 76 cents and change is going to be three quarters and a penny, okay? When somebody from a home office shows up, they're... Two quarters, all right, that's 50, all right, 60, 70, six pennies. Here you go. No, these aren't the fucking people that are making shit happen. We are the ones that are making shit happen and continue to make shit happen. All for one reason, a paycheck. That's it. No one has ever woken up 
in the history of history or even a single day of their own lives that said, hey, I can't wait to go work retail today. Oh yeah, corporate might think that, but boy, are they grossly misguided and quite frankly, a bunch of fucking idiots. Because there's none of us that want to be doing this shit. We have to be doing this shit. And maybe a few have chosen to do this. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you offered every single person working in retail their dream job, and even capped it, let's say they didn't even make, let's say they capped it at $50,000 a year. That's all you can make, but you're doing what you want to do. Nobody's in retail. Fuck, you could drop it to 20000 And I guarantee you that 50% of that workforce, full-time or part-time, throws up deuces, rolls out. Just like that. It's fucking insane. These companies are not paying their people. They're not even paying management. They're literally just locking the door with no incentive for anyone to come back. And I'll be honest. As I, as I look around and I see some of these various companies, this and that, I'm striking them off the list. Companies that I would apply to in the future, companies that I may be looking at now, I'll tell you, I've taken a couple of them off because I've seen how they're treating their people. And as if it's not bad enough to get fucking jabbed in the front, you know, and stabbed from the customers and all their bullshit, okay? It's even worse when you get stabbed in the back by the people that send out an email every day talking about, hey, they got your back. Well, guess what? They left out the last half of that fucking quote that says, we got your back in our crosshairs because we'll gladly let you go for really no reason. I mean, I've seen it in the past. You know, maybe they had a reason. Maybe I... Maybe I shouldn't have said I would kick that old lady in the cunt. But uh, either way, it was great to have to hear him repeat that. Anyhow, that's all I got for right now. But most importantly, I'm back with you. I never left the trenches, but I left your ear holes for a while. And quite frankly, it's an honor to be back. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to bring back guests. Uh, we may even bring back some shows. I don't know. We might we might see some return to Rantyville, uh, only because, quite frankly, life is hard. Life is hard, and uh, it was tough to record sometimes. So uh, Heather and I took a break. Didn't even really talk about it. It just kind of fell. But, uh, hey, she's got three kids. I got two kids. We have spouses. Look, we got a lot of shit on our plates. It's not going to stop me from doing this show. But if Heather... The Couch Party crew, those guys all want to come back together. Guess what? We're going to make that shit happen. Because, uh, quite frankly, there ain't going to be no Ubering for me for a while now. I'm not I'm picking up fucking randos <laughs> this time. No, no, no. Because, see, if I go out and I do that and I get sick and then I have to self-quarantine for two weeks, uh, yeah, I have to use all my vacation time. Yeah. And then when it's time to go on a vacation... Mm, yeah, no. So I'd rather just not get sick. So yeah, no tales from the Uber. Although I do have a good one when Heather and I come back, hopefully soon. Um, couch party. Come on, guys. Let's figure something out. We'll do something. Jake and Tom, I'm so sorry that I had to miss you. Uh, I'm recording this about an hour and a half uh, after we would have started. 
but guaranteed, I'll be on soon. And uh, most importantly, you guys can count on another episode and more of those fucking annoying beeps in the very near future. So, with that being said, I'm going to leave us with a song that I don't know how in the fuck it, it came up. I mean, I was listening to Amazon Music and it popped up. And, you know, sometimes a song hits. Like the other day, I found out that a coworker had uh, had been exposed. So he's quarantining, which, of course, has everybody on pins and needles. And, and first thing on the radio that plays is Breakout by the Foo Fighters. Just the song I needed to hear. But anyhow, on my way to work this morning, uh, I hear a song and started kind of actually listening to lyrics for about the first time ever, other than just the profanity. And uh, Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit, boy, <laughs> that's a very appropriate song for this time and this situation. So, I'm going to leave you a little bit of the biscuit, the old Freddie Durst, but not before I express my gratitude for you guys uh, listening. To, uh, to Ranty's return to the mic, and uh, probably most importantly, just this little bit of advice to do us all one big favor and make sure you're wearing someone else's fucking name tag. Right now I'm